0: Hi, everybody. I'm Dan. And I'm Mike. So this is a new feature of 50 minute Film Fanatics. This is not 15 minutes. We're trying to do a few what we call one-shots. Mike and I watch the same movies a lot, and then we talk about them on the podcast, but we also watch movies independent of each other. And sometimes we'll text each other and say, when's the last time you saw this movie? Or you should give this other movie a shot. And sometimes those movies end up on the show, but sometimes they don't. So we just want to do a little five-minute, six-minute shot about different films that we're each watching uh, separately, Mike just saw *A Few Good Men*. Rob Reiner's 1992 film, based upon Aaron Sorkin's screenplay, based upon his gigantic hit, his 1989 play. We've all seen *A Few Good Men*. We all know the lines from *A Few Good Men*. But when's the last time you actually sat and watched it? Well, Mike just saw it. So while he's here, Mike, I want to ask you, what was it like watching it again? Like, what holds up? Does it hold up?
1: Let Let's start with what doesn't hold up. It's obviously still the the fireworks kind of movie. like Great lines, great performances. Um, you know. Sidney Pollack, uh, Demi Moore, uh, you know, beyond Jack Nicholson and, and obviously, uh, Tom Cruise, uh, Kevin Bacon and Cuba Gooding Jr. Yes. Uh, there's, there's a lot of great actors in this movie. Let's we'll start with what doesn't hold up. Uh, the, the score to this movie could not be utterly more nineties. It's nineties to the, to the point of being distracting. It's like one person took one MIDI file and then tries to, uh, uh tries to bring the characters emotions into, um, Either accordant or discordant uh, little little snippets. It's it's terrible and distracting. Um, but other than that, that's that's really it. There's a lot that really works about this movie. It's still is as, as brutal um, as it was the first time that I ever saw it. Uh, some of the the language is obviously interesting and ascendant. Uh, the movie still makes me extremely uncomfortable. So that's that's probably a good sign what? because I think that that's what it's that's what it's trying to do. Um, watching it though I could see more of its bones you know it, it, it kind of strikes me that of course this movie doesn't ne- this movie doesn't work as a screenplay and a Hollywood blockbuster the same way that it does when it's just kind of the courtroom scenes or procedural right the, 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 the play is much more of a procedural a lot more of the action takes place in the courtroom or in different investigations whereas here they can tell they can tell more of the story there's not a lot of chemistry for me between uh, Tom Cruise and Demi Moore probably because one of the two of them is crazy. And I think that being crazy is what makes Tom Cruise such a good actor. Like one one thing that gives me pause watching this movie is to see Tom Cruise next to Kevin Bacon. They're both mega stars, but Tom Cruise has this thing about him where he takes over the screen, even in, in scenes with Kevin Bacon. And I just think that it's because there's something totally nuts about him that allows him to be a really transcendent actor, no matter what you think about him personally.
0: People in my family have have uh, teased me because I've said, you know, that Tom Cruise is very good in that, or he's very good in this. And you know, I, I I will I will I will hold my own with any film fanatic out there anywhere in the world, right? But there's but Tom Cruise does not um, usually embarrass himself on screen. It is off screen things that a lot of times are, are what make us scratch our heads.
1: So one of the interesting things is that in the same way that Tom Cruise keeps dunking on Kevin Bacon, like he just dominates the scenes that they're in together. Of course, they have the same, they have the screen, same screenwriters. They, they have the same people writing lines for them. They've got the same camera angles, but Tom Cruise always comes off the better. Uh, Jack Nicholson comes out of this movie with, with the most amount of presence. I heard someone say something brilliant once, but I can't remember who it is, that the best movies are the ones where the villains make sense. And this is one of those movies that, where the things that come out of Jack Nicholson's mouth in, in the form of the colonel are uh, 50% great and 50% terrible, and it's it's not a clear fifty percent. It's it's all mixed up together, just like the viewers mixed up, just like Demi Moore's characters mixed up, just like everybody's mixed up. And I just think it's a brilliant, uncomfortable movie. Great, so it holds up. Absolutely, uh, you should definitely give it a watch. Um, if you subscribe to YouTube TV, you can watch it on the AMC channel and probably get it on demand. Um, and it's definitely worth a rewatch.
0: All right. Great. Thanks for listening. And if you'd like to learn more about the show, follow us on Twitter at 15MINFILM or go to our website, 15 minute film fanatics. Thanks, Mike. If you want to
1: support the show, help us upgrade our equipment or let us know what movies you'd like us to cover. You can hit us up on our Venmo for a dollar or two. Anything helps at 15 minute film F-I-F-T-E-E-N, film, f i f t e e n minute film.